That's in the air, this could be out. Diamond's underneath it, will he catch it? He's got good hands, he's got him, yes he has. Diamond's got him in the deep, having fumbled all night, he's taken the big one. Hello and welcome to Couch Talk. The guest today is Dr. Nitin Patel, who was the team doctor for India from 2007 till recently. He talks about the reason for him leaving the job, the various player health monitoring programs, the modules he put in place for training physios at local levels, and the various challenges of being the physio for an international side, amongst other things. Welcome to the show, Nitin. Thank you. Uh, it's uh, my pleasure having you on. Um, you know, you've been the Indian cricket team's team doctor for quite a while, and uh, mm-hmm. you have recently resigned from the post. Could okay. you could you elaborate on that reason, please? Uh, the reason is that, as you mentioned, I've been uh, on the job for about a long time. Uh, I've been there since two thousand seven. Now, uh, the nature of the job is such that the time factors in terms of uh, managing, say, what normally happens if you if you dig in your detailed role, normally we are sitting at the ground doing nothing, but our main work starts in the evening. Mm-hmm. So, so basically what happens is you can't give time to family whilst you are on tour or even while, even for that matter, if, if you are at home, you get a call from one of the boys and then your mind is always uh, about remotely managing the boys. Hmm. So, obviously, that eight years had taken a toll on my family and uh, and that was one of the reasons I was not able to give time to my family. So, I decided to uh, uh, now give time to my family. And also, my children are growing older. My, my, younger, my younger daughter is six and elder son is... 12. So in about two years time, my son is going to go in his own world. So I just wanted to spend some quality time with family. I see. As you said, you've been with the team since 2007, uh, but there were in-between times where, you know, somebody else came in, uh, replaced you, for example, Ashish Kaushik, you know, and uh, Indian team toured West Indies in 2011. Uh, Was this Mm -hmm. part of a rotation thing also to keep yourself sane, you know, and keep yourself in touch with the family? Correct. Yeah, and in, in, in fact, I have to thank the BCCI management uh, for that, for considering uh, that option. Uh, after 2011, I had asked the BCCI management, the office bearers, to allow me some time with family, and they were quite considerate, and I should be thankful to them. And that was that was the plan then. Hmm. Um, yeah. So, and uh, we tried we tried that option of uh, part sharing. I see. I see. Uh, and uh, you joined the team in 2007 when John Gloucester got injured. How did that come about? Correct, I mean, yeah. I mean, you were practicing in London for a few years by then, uh, but you had an existing relationship or pre-existing relationship with Baroda Cricket Association. Uh, how did that come about that uh, you were drafted in as the team physio? Correct. Actually, what happened is when I was with Baroda Cricket Association and when I was in England, I used to come back to India and uh, and I had given a couple of presentations how to go ahead uh, uh, with the BCCI and the uh, physio management perspective and that that kept me in mind. I guess they were waiting for the opportunity and then one fine weekend I was just at at work in England mm. 
and I'm I'm receiving uh, a few calls from an Indian number, and I get the surprise saying the team is in uh, is in Dublin. Mm-hmm. And uh, no, not in Dublin. It was in uh, what was it? I don't remember. I think it was in Dublin. Uh, I think it was Belfast. Then, uh, I think they were in Northern Ireland. Oh, sorry, it was Belfast. It was Belfast. Yeah, it was yeah. Ireland, Belfast. And uh, they asked me whether you can join the team, and then I've never looked back from there. <laughs> let's let's uh, talk about your time with the Indian side. You know, there have been. in the past there have been times where you know players carried injuries into the game uh, you know especially mm-hmm. fast bowlers lose their edge uh, because they're trying to mm-hmm. protect uh, their spot in the side you know if if you go out of the mm-hmm. team indian side it's tough to get back in um, but in your uh, tenure in the last 8 years mm-hmm. uh, that sort of thing has changed where people uh, players are more focused on staying fit and healthy rather than trying to protect a spot would you would you what is your take on that you i think you're spot on i mean it depends i mean if you it's it's a way of convincing the player if you if you convince the player properly in terms of his injury and injury management and all those i'm sure the players yes the players want to keep their spot in it but if you convince them in the long term scenario and the long term uh, betterment of the team as well as his his betterment the, the players are quite were quite considered about it hmm. um and i'm sure all the players are acting in interest of the team india so yeah it's about it's about sitting with, on the table and discussing it with the uh, team management the player and uh, uh and yourself um as you said you know you had an existing relationship in baroda yeah. um yeah. you know well before when you took over the indian team um but obviously Correct. your time coincided with you know the next season the ipl started so there was a lot more financial security for the players as well so you know you Correct. don't you know players are not that worried about say missing a match fees or something because they have to sit at home and recuperate and rehabilitate we in the players mindset the utmost thing was to play for the country it mm-hmm. was never for or it has never been for the club uh the priority is always for the country so they would always kept that playing for the country as a priority uh we have faced some incidences where players have done elective surgeries uh sacrificing their uh, uh i mean the uh, IPL franchises uh, roles mm. so there were incidences where the players have sacrificed to play for the country so yes the players are always thinking of that most priority is playing for the country and staying available for the country hmm. what what are some of the uh, you know programs that you put in place to you know obviously you have certain uh, you know strength conditioning and monitoring programs uh, for the pace bowlers mm-hmm. batsmen etc could you talk a bit more in detail about uh, those sort of programs uh, for the indian players I mean, uh, if you if you dig into detail, the preparation starts long back. Hmm. Uh, say, for example, a particular tour, the preparation would start way ahead in terms of uh, screening someone for uh, their injuries from a physio perspective. The our trainers would screen them from any strength deficit perspective or any other injury. Ad- she's to be addressed from a strength and conditioning perspective mm. and then we both come up we both come up with a plan for that particular player we customize a program for them and then we implement them i mean 
there was there were many incidences where we have done a very proactive approach saying okay we finishing a tour and we screen the players at the end of the tour mm-hmm. so you getting my point i mean mm-hmm. we screen a player uh, we there were incidences where we screened 10 players on one day by we called in a radiologist got some ultrasound and everything mm-hmm. so if the niggles come up we try uh, we get an approximate approach and we screen them at the end of the tour so that you can do your injections or your address you can put your measures in and then they go home for a week and come back again for the next tour mm-hmm. so there are many multiple ways of uh, of addressing that but it's all from a proactive approach so our strength and conditioning guys would put in their programs up at the end of the tour i would put in my program the end of the tour and the player will go back home and implement that and so that he comes he comes back fresh for the next tour i mean i mean uh, also had to balance the time frames i mean most of the players used to play throughout the year so yeah. you can't even ask him that at the end of the tour you come to the academy he also wants to see his family or his uh, friends so we yeah. had to balance it was a fine balance but we had to have the balance between the mental and the uh, physical side of the fitness i mean uh, in dealing with the players itself what are some of the challenges because you know you have players as you said playing uh, almost around the year uh, sometimes you are on mm. a test odi tour and then you have certain players that are not with the squad because they are exclusively t20 players how do you keep track of the health of uh, all of the players you know because you're not just worried about 11 that are on the field you're worried about probably 25 30 players minimum correct uh, in that in in that role our nca the physio at the nca was quite supportive so what we used to do is our physio at the nca say ashish kaushik in the earlier period and then uh, we uh, yeah so we used to work as a team and the physio at the nca would be taking control of the players who are who are back home in india or in the state association so the nca physio would get in touch with their uh, state association physio and be in constant touch with their uh, state association physios and similarly the nca trainer would get in touch with their state association trainers and uh, implement the programs across uh, if someone has any problems they obviously would be called NCA and uh, address uh, as soon as possible. And uh, are the players, let's say, whether if they are not with the touring side or playing side, or mm-hmm. not at uh, the NCA because they don't have any health issues, but are they still logging in to say, you know, uh, they did this many reps of whatever work that was assigned to them? Correct. Do, yeah. Do they do it on a daily basis? Yes. Oh, okay. Alright. They no, they report. That's that's normally that is the. Uh, uh our trainer used to do that our trainer would give him give them a program and then they would log into uh, their the assigned program okay so the physios would chip in as and when required when there is a niggle when there uh, when there is a injury problem they would chip in mm. uh, otherwise the trainers would handle on the uh, uh, handle on the fitness part of it okay um- in your case you know with the indian team uh, were you better mm-hmm. placed because your players were always either with the indian side or just around the indian side rather than you know like uh, aussies or south africans or west indian players who traveled quite a bit for other playing in other t20 leagues you have indian players you know mm-hmm. primarily either playing in the ipl where you still employed there with the mumbai indians 
um, and you have a general mm -hmm. view on the players. Um, so is that so your job is easy made easier by that? Um, but you have to also consider that we've got twenty-seven trade associations, <laughs> so it becomes it becomes even difficult. I mean, the worst case is when you are coming home from a tour and someone is calling you and saying, "Listen, I have got a shoulder problem. I don't know what to do," hmm. and then you are in trouble. I mean, you are remotely managing them, so it's it's pros and cons. I mean, the other other countries, if you say they have got a good network of professionals around whereas mm. here we have to we have to uh, see someone in someone in Jammu and Kashmir doesn't have a physio mm -hmm. so I mean work around limited resources mm. I can I can tell you that BCCI has taken a lot of steps to uh, to address that and we have, we have achieved quite a lot on that mm. uh, you many years yeah you joined the side um, just as Sachin Tundulkar was, you know, coming back uh, into the side from his own uh, injury issues, you know, elbow tendonitis and stuff. What were what were the things that you had to do to make sure that you was always ready to play? I mean, it's not only Sachin, but yeah. obviously everyone has got everyone has got their niggles, their bit of, of niggles. So we used to manage those niggles on a daily basis. I mean, say for example, someone has played a test match uh, day one. Obviously, I would give them appointments in the bus, saying you coming this time, you coming this time, you coming this time, and then mm -hmm. everyone would be particular with the timings. They would come. We would even if they are not injured, they would come to me, see me, manage their niggles, and go off. Mm. So it was a case of constant management of those of those niggles. Whether it be whether it be the relief part, whether it be manual therapy from a physical perspective or a strength perspective, yeah, they would come constantly on a daily basis and and get the check and get it uh, managed. Um, the uh, 2011 tour to England, you know, on the field it was mm -hmm. a tough one for the team because they didn't win a single game. However, you. Off the field, how tough was for you, for you guys? And because you know you had Zahir hamstring on the first day of the test test series, and then you had Yuvraj injury, mm. Harbhajan injury, and then Gautam Gambhir injury. Like, how did you? How challenging was that tour for you? 2011, the tour to England. I was I was in the back seat. I was at the uh, national cricket academy because that was that was the deal which uh, the BCCI had agreed to. <laughs> So after 2000, after the World Cup, I was I was given a bit of break uh, from the traveling job. I see that sort of thing. Like, did that ever happen to you? I mean, you've been in the eight years that you've been with the side, where such slew of injuries. You know, you had like four main. Yeah, players. I mean, there there were ups and downs. Uh, I mean, I still remember one test match where we had all ten players on the on the table. <laughs> Which one was, uh, do you remember? Uh, I think it was in Mohali test. I don't know, 2009 or 10, I don't remember. Uh, 2010, it was in Mohali think, test yeah, against Australia. Australia. Yeah, against Australia. Australia. Uh, and uh, I was saying, Nathan, what are you doing? You're taking one player in and when you're putting one player back on. I'm saying, it's my bad luck. I just have to keep managing. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, there are ups and downs, but... It's it's important how you take the challenge. I mean, there would be definitely challenges in it, but it's you 
similarly as as the players say keep it simple even you have to keep it keep it job simple right? it's it's just keep it simple absorb the pressure absorb the pressure from the from the players obviously you know when you have the players coming up through the ranks you know they get the best of the facilities and expertise at the international level and also at the first class level but you know your fitness and strength and conditioning does not start only at that level so it has to be at a much lower level age group you know under 16 19 mm-hmm. 23 so on and so forth so um mm-hmm. what what sort of things are in place to you know train physios at that level you know at age group level where you're you know you as someone that has the experience of being with the national team you know where you're mentoring mm-hmm. the physios at lower levels so what has there been work being done on that uh, front we no the dcc has already started working on it in fact we had initiated a process uh, for this in terms of physio and trainer uh, uh training for i mean train the trainer uh, model mm-hmm. where we used to uh, where we have decided to educate the physios and trainers uh, to upskill their level so that when you can spread the knowledge to the grassroots levels mm-hmm. you can spread uh, the delivery the quality of services to the grassroots level so it's not only the contractor players would benefit but uh, all the uh, the whole of the organization would benefit via that program so bcc has already uh, put that program in place um so and uh, what is your do you have a role in it and if you have uh, what is that uh so far no i haven't uh, i haven't got a role in it i had initiated that process uh, uh two and a half two years ago okay bcc has considered it and uh, now that i am out of the system i'm i'm just uh, focusing on my uh, uh, work right now uh, will will you still so, be uh, working with mumbai uh, indians yes yes i will still be okay. working with them how how different is that uh, when you're a physio for a franchise where you're there for say 8 weeks or 9 weeks uh, compared to i mean mm-hmm. obviously you're spending a lot more time uh at home uh but mm-hmm. beyond that in terms of interacting with the players in terms of management of uh, their health and injuries how is it different mm-hmm. you mean with the franchisee and the uh, indian team players correct i mean if you see from purely clinical perspective a body is a body i mean it doesn't change mm-hmm. only thing is that a mumbai indians would have a different way of managing a player so managing in terms of calling the logistics of the injury management as compared to an indian team so there were minor changes but nothing much from uh, a clinical or injury management perspective i see i see um our thing is mumbai indians would prefer to call him in mumbai or in the indian team would prefer to send player to Bangalore or something like that. Just the logistics would differ. Otherwise, the management would remain the same. Okay, I want to ask you about one last thing. Uh, you know, it was during the 2015 World Cup in Australia, New Zealand. I think it was in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was in uh, Hamilton, where you were in. Mm-hmm. An, where you were in the lift with uh, Bangladesh captain Mashraf Murtaza, and uh, mm-hmm. it was reported. in uh, bangladesh media that you know you had asked one of your fellow uh, indian staff you know when the semi final where the semi final was which okay uh, which mashrafe 
thought that you were playing mind games. You know, he, he thought you were trying to play mind game because you are yet to play the quarterfinal against Bangladesh. Uh, mm-hmm. is, is there a version of your story? I I don't remember at all whether I had asked. Oh. I had asked any of my players about that. And if at all, the intentions were not mind games. We, I've got enough things to think about if I had asked that, because I might be thinking about a player management or or a middle management or many other aspects. Say, say during the World Cup, we had Mohamed Shami uh, breaking down every match. So mm-hmm. I think I might have been thinking of something else whilst uh, asking that question. I had no intentions of of playing a mind game with any of the opponent players. <laughs> All right. Um, do you have uh, plans of... You know, once, say, your kids are all grown up, would you have plans of hmm. coming back to the national side or setting up something else? Um, or just be happy with uh, your practice and, uh, you know, dealing with the franchise? I mean, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm just taking it as it comes. Right now, I have, I have just decided to spend quality time with family. And that is what I'm doing right now. So I'm not sure. I mean, there might be a need, there might be a situation on my side that, yes, I'm ready back again. I don't know. I mean, that can only be left to the future. Okay. All right. No worries. Um, on that note, Nitin, thank you so much for being on the show and I really appreciate it. That's in the thank air. you. This thank could you. Be out. Jarvis underneath it. Will he catch it? He's got good hands. He's got him. Yes, he has. Jarvis.